Hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Did you learn anything? Yeah, that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. Hello, beards. Hello. Uh, these, these tribes of masculinity. You know, tr- true masculinity is about wearing a mask. <laughs> wearing a mask. You must wear your masks. Alright, but seriously though, if you guys aren't wearing your mask, you're not allowed to watch this. Um, and if you're going to comment, you have to use the mask emoji to remind everybody. Remember, we have to amplify scientific voices. We need to amplify masked voices. We need to amplify true mask, masculinity. There we go. I'm sitting there. We go. Everyone's masking up in the chat. You guys, all, let's, let's put some Purell on the hands too, right? Get the... Wash your hands like three or four times right now and hit the thumbs up. Okay, wash your hands. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the share. Share it. And then wash your hands again. Just wash them again. Okay, we all need, we all need to make sure. We all need to make sure that we have our proper PPE, right? Make sure you have your proper PPE. No, my goodness. I, I can't believe that video. Well, let's put the mic this way. I don't want to get too too loud there. I could see the, uh, it was redding out on the microphone gauge. I, I can't believe that was nine months ago. I think I made that video in February. It may, it may have been in March, February or March. So eight or nine months ago, did I not call this? Did I not call that this would never end? Did I not call eight or nine months ago? That when the flu season hits, they're going to revamp this every single year. Did I not call that? And did I not also say that everything that they're doing, all of these measures that are being implemented, that were first tested out on third world countries, right? They had this huge wave. It came and pushed through Ecuador. Peru had a similar situation. Shit, the Peruvian cops were shooting people in the streets. <laughs> they were making people close their windows in their homes. They couldn't even keep their windows open. But but who said who told you who predicted that every measure that they've been implementing here that they would soon pivot and say oh well these are really good for the climate crisis we got to stop climate change the climate won't stop changing did I not say that they would pivot all of these lockdown things all of the um, all the things being implemented did I not say that would be pivoted and continued to fight the climate crisis that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about what has been obvious to me for years, but for some reason, to so many people who are completely distracted, who are completely ignorant of history, who are completely ignorant of their surroundings, who are completely ignorant of the machinations and long-term social engineering plans of the self-proclaimed elite, the so-called elite. Now, we're so ignorant of it. We're so inundated with toxic pop culture. We're so disconnected from reality, from the truth. We allow this. We allow this. It pisses me off. It pisses me off that this is allowed to happen. We're going to keep spreading the truth. We're going to keep talking about what is going on here. Because this is not okay. We don't accept this false normal. We don't accept this new normal. 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, the the good grown-ups on TV love you. That was a parody. That was a parody of a of a crazy right-wing conspiracy theorist, far right-wing conspiracy theorist, non-entity, subhuman, terrible piece of filth, piece of trash, science-denying lockdown phobe. And now we're going to start with the real content. I hope you guys like that that satire. You guys like that satire? That was my satire of a crazy, insane, conspiracy theorist, QAnon, um, subhuman, piece of shit, terrible person, Nazi. Yeah, I'm half your size. Uh, Oh, no, wait a minute. I'm far bigger and far stronger than you. Yes, you are. We know you are. We know you are. And you're a lovely man, Hench Herbivore. We might have to do a stream just making fun of vegans soon. Making fun of vegans, it's so fun, isn't it? It's so much funner, but but there are bigger issues right now, right? We focused a lot on that facet of this social engineering campaign, this long-term social engineering campaign to bring about global technocracy, to bring about global government. It's been written about for over 100 years. The people who are doing this publish books, and they tell you. These people tell you to your face what they're doing. They publish books. Jacques Attali... A Brief History of the Future lays out the rolling in of the surveillance economy. Self-surveillance becoming hyper-popular. Klaus Schwab. The Great Reset. These people write about it. H.G. Wells wrote a book, The New World Order, a hundred years ago. H.G. Wells also wrote another book called The Open Conspiracy, a hundred years ago. Charles Galton Darwin wrote a book. The next million years. All about exactly what we see rolling out here. These people tell us what they're doing. They tell us what they're doing. Food is a big part of it. Henry Kissinger allegedly said to a journalist who didn't record this, but wrote it down. You control oil, you control the nations, you control food, you control the people. Henry Kissinger, whose National Security State Memorandum 200 concerning depopulation is a pretty important document that I think many people, all Americans, everybody in the world, in fact, who's concerned about what they see happening now, needs to read that document, National Security Study Memorandum 200. You can just type in NSSM 200 and you can find that document, which was accidentally released, declassified, Lays out exactly what these people are doing. Right, I got this. Other, I got another book that I have yet. <sighs> this is a big one. This is a thick one. Population in the American Future, the report on the Commission on Population Growth in the American Future. This was the Rockefeller Foundation. Now this one is this is a large tome, and I have yet to even delve into this one. Thick. Look at that. Thick. It's thick. These people write about this openly. They tell us what they're doing. Yet people still say, oh, no, that's, that's stupid. That's insane. I was just going to go look at Pornhub for a little bit. I'm going Pornhub. Now I'm going to go and swipe around on Facebook. People don't care. And this is what we get with apathy. This is what we get when people reject the truth. When people don't want the truth. People can handle the truth. Most people reject the truth. All right, so we got some super chats, though, from 
from some good global citizens in the chat. Sending those Streamlabs super chats. You guys, the best way to support these streams is via the Streamlabs. The Streamlabs link, that's the best way to go. Uh, first of all, Martha Acosta. There you go. That's, that's from How yesterday. How dare you? How, How dare humanity? How humanity? Martha Acosta sent that super chat yesterday. She said, God bless. Thank you very much, Martha. I appreciate that. I wasn't even streaming yesterday, and you decided to support. So when you listen to this later on, I don't know if you'll if you'll be able to catch this live, Martha. We really appreciate that, and I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're doing well. And uh, yeah, Gortez, Gortez donates twenty bucks via. Thank you very much, Gortez. That's a generous one. Donates twenty bucks via Streamlabs. There's a Streamlabs link in the description. That's the best way to send super chats. They don't take a huge cut like YouTube does. Gortez says I have noticed men. To be more complicate, to be more complicit, I think is what he's saying. But he, uh, sorry, uh, I have noticed men to be more complicit, not complicate. Complicate was the uh, probably auto spell. More complicit in what the good global government wants from their good global people. Women less so obeying. How can men who have lost their masculine identities reconnect to that idle power within? That's an interesting observation. Um, I have not noticed women pushing back more, being less obedient to. These false authorities, right? Being less of into these false authorities, I've not, I've not noticed that pattern. How can men who have lost their masculine identities reconnect to that idle power within? How can they, right? If they're completely inundated with self-loathing, with nihilism, if they buy into this insane worldview that they're being programmed with through mass media, that you're just a highly evolved monkey. You're just a freaking cosmic space monkey, man. I'm just a cosmic space monkey. Just give me some weed, man. Give me, give me some weed. I'm just a cosmic space monkey. If, if you buy into that, then there's no reason to fight back against anything. You just go with the flow, man. Or if you're caught up in all this new age stuff and you think you're going to become like a 5D enlightened being... By just learning to accept everything. And just you got to just seek out that bliss within. If you're just caught up in that form of nihilism, which is this new age bullshit. If you're caught up in that monism, we're all one, man. What's the point in fighting back, right? So it's worldview warfare. right? They, they, they have educated generations of us into complacency, into complacency, into stupidity, into degeneracy. And into self-loathing. So men have to get out of that. And have to take steps to actually be a real man. What does that mean to be a real man? It means to seek truth to serve God. Right? It means to protect those that need to be protected. It means not to buy into lies. So, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, it's an uphill battle for a lot of men. Uh, how can they reclaim their masculinity? I mean... It, they got to take the steps. They have to realize that they've lost their identity. I mean, we've, we've culturally, we've been programmed to think that we have no identity, right? Your identity is just are the products you consume. It's the type of music you consume. It's the clothing you wear, right? You know, look, I'll change my identity right now. I'll go from being a white dude with a shirt. Look. Yo, what's up, Holmes? Yo, why aren't you wearing a mask, Holmes? You ain't wearing a mask, I said. Now I'm a Mexican. <laughs> Whoa! We've been programmed to think that it's like your, your identity, your clothing, your identity is 
what music you listen to. That's not your freaking identity. That's not your identity. All right, buttoning my top button. Yes, technically, legally. Makes me Mexican. But, but, no, we do, we do have to reclaim, we got to reclaim our communities, we got to reclaim our own minds, we got to reclaim our cultures. Now, those cultures have been systematically eroded and destroyed. Right, they don't even put top buttons on flannel shirts anymore because they hate us Mexicans. Some flannel shirts don't even come with a top button. We think about that, Holmes. Got a problem? <laughs> Gortez, thank you very much. Muffaka donated five bucks. Says every time I hear someone tell their third eye spiritual experience, I imagine Otto from The Simpsons saying, "Did, did." <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Shit. Donated five bucks. Says you're so bald. When you shower, you get brainwashed. Your mama's so fat she gives memory foam amnesia. Damn, with a double burn. With a double burn. Thank you, she. Pano Kustaros donates five bucks. Says, uh, the wisdom of this world ends in foolishness. Exactly. The wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. Man, that's, that's the real great reset. That's the real great reset. The real great reset is not Klaus Schwab, um, Prince Charles, right? It's not these royal pedos. Right? It's not Jimmy Savile's buddies of the royal family. That's not the real great reset. The real great reset is God's great reset. Right? That's, that's who's really in charge. So anyways, th thank you guys. Thank you for the support. Best way to support is via the uh, Streamlabs link. And of course, if you're going to send those Streamlabs, you've got to make sure to Purell your hands before, before you touch your keyboard. There might be some... That virus might be on the keyboard. You better put some, put some Purell, put some alcohol, rubbing alcohol. Maybe spray your keyboard down with some Lysol. Right, just spray Lysol everywhere, all over your face. Just spray it everywhere. And you'll be safe. You'll be so safe. You're going to be so safe. All right, we, we're here to learn, though. Okay? We're, not just here to, we're not just here to mess around. Okay? We're not just here to put Purell on our hands. And send Streamlabs. We are here to stop racism, which is almost dead. January 20th, it's going to be official, right? When, when Joseph Biden, the kid from Scranton, the Scranton kid, Joseph Biden, and Kamala, Kamala Harris, the first black Indian Native American, Asian, person of color, BIPOC, trans, say trans now, um, uh, metrosexual, bisexual, uh, bicycle sexual, uh, popsicle sexual, woman, female, trans man, shit, uh, and uh, what else? I mean, the, the first everything that the media says she is woman vice president when she takes office then it's officially over 
But we can still have some celebrations, right? We can still celebrate a little bit. We can still celebrate. And the celebs are celebrating. The celebrities are really celebrating. They're celebrating big time. Bigly. Bigly, as, uh, as Trump would say. They're bigly celebrating. And uh, the last time, we'll have to see Trump dance, says the Bachelor in Paradise star Abby Chatfield. As she celebrates Joe Biden's win by twerking in her underwear in a racy TikTok video. This is hard-hitting news. The Daily Mail. Dailymail.com.uk. Bringing the heat. True journalism. Abby Chatfield celebrated President-elect. President-elect. The office of President-elect. That's what I need behind me. I need a, I need a, a big sign that says the office of the President-elect in exile. Um... The president-elect Joe Biden's U.S. election in a very novel way on Sunday. The Bachelor in Paradise star made a TikTok video. Old kids up on the TikTok. Which she also shared to Instagram. Wow. Where she twerks animatedly in front of a photo of Biden and his running mate, Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. The 26-year-old had just woken up, revealing in an Instagram story that she'd taken a Valium to sleep and risen, feeling jovial to the news of Biden's projected win. So these are your hero- these are real heroes. This is an essential, right? And she knows she knows how to be she knows how to be healthy. She knows how to be happy. She knows how to stop things like racism. Okay, Abby, she's the she's the Bachelor in Paradise star. She's a star. She took a Valium to sleep, popping some pills, right? Just a great role model. And then twerking. Woo! Yeah! There we go. You're welcome. All right, you guys. If you're if you're crying tears of joy and you do wipe the tears from your face, oh, what is this? Oh, excuse me, we got more. Madonna. Still celebrating. Madonna. Oh, yeah. Who are these chicas? Some little little girls. Why are little girls dancing? That's... All right. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I, I know a lot of you are really inspired by that. You're probably crying tears of joy right now. But if you do, wipe your face. If you touch your face, wash your hands, guys. Okay, wash your hands two or three times. Two minutes per hand, right? Hey, hey wash them till they bleed. If you believe that you are being gaslighted, nah, then you're being gaslighted. Come and speak to someone. Come, come, and speak. Gaslighting. Thank you very much, Team America. Fuck yes, says and donates fifteen bucks. Thank you very much. Says there's nothing but the truth. Truth will always be the truth, and lies will always be lies. Lies will always be lies. Why do so many people love the lies? Why do so many people love the lies? It's like people people will enjoy buying into lies. It's it's insane. It's madness. But none of us here enjoy buying into lies. None of us here like that bullshit. So that's a good thing. That is a good thing. There we go. Um, all right, so that's it's inspiring, right? And we all got to be healthy. We all have to heal. And remember, this a nation healed. Our great leader, Joseph Biden, the, the, Scranton, the kid from Scranton, grassroots, kid from Scranton, 
soon after he kicked out fascism, after we, after we voted out fascism, together, right? Let's put a fist in the air. Let's get some fist emojis. Make them BIPOC fists, not white fists. I don't want to see any white fists, you stupid piece of shit white people in the chat. Terrible. Remember, I'm Mexican now. I got the top button up. No white fists, but fists up. Fists up. Solidarity. Okay, a nation healed. That will be a tweet forever quoted, right? 10,000 years from now in, the, in our solid state, zero growth economy, uh, when uh, the sharing economy of the future, when the population has uh, been reduced by 95%, like Ted Turner says, um, people will look back on that tweet when Biden declared that it's, we're a nation healed. He's healed the nation. And before the nation was healed, this is back in May, uh, women were having to go to these groups in order to experience the healing that we've all experienced collectively together. Thank you, Joe Biden, right? Kamala, thank you, Kamala and Joe. I know you guys are up there in the cloud, in the Google cloud. I know you guys are, are listening to me up there. Big brother, up in the Google cloud. Thank you. Uh, but before that, before that, Women had to go to other places to heal. They couldn't just go to TikTok. Right? TikTok wasn't even that big back in May. It wasn't even that big back in May. Um, they had to go to a different place to heal, to bond, and to twerk. People are gathering virtually for work to see friends and families and to blow off steam. Sure, there's online fitness classes, but there's also free the cheeks. It's a class that teaches women different ways to shake their booties, embrace their sensuality, and feel empowered. In this story from our archives, we visited them at In The Groove Studios in Oakland. Click the play button above to listen to the story. <laughs> so, this is, this is how you can heal, right? Twerking groups. Uh, slap them cheeks. Iggy Azalea. How dare oh, you? Excuse me. How dare humanity? How dare you? As a species, the most destructive, the horriblest, the cruelest Oof. species that has ever walked on planet Earth. DB. Thank you very much, DB. DB coming through, donates five bucks. I appreciate that. DB says, Essential Twerker here. If you thought Cardi B's song WAP wasn't degenerate enough, Megan V. Stallion released a new song yesterday titled Body. No low is low enough for the army of Satan. Yeah. Thank you for, for reminding me of that. I had not heard of that and I don't plan on watching that. Um, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's terrible. But right now we're we're learning from Iggy Azalea or Azalea. How do you say it? Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea twerks her support for Joe Biden. On TikTok. So Billboard.com, Iggy Azalea is throwing it back for Joe Biden. The fancy rapper shared a new video on TikTok. Right, this, this is what this media, uh, these media outlets are now. They're just going to tell you what it's acceptable to look at on social media. And they're going to tell you who the top social media stars are, the carefully curated and selected social media stars, because social media is the new mass media. It's the new mainstream media. Right, they've kicked off anything Anything relevant on YouTube, I'm very surprised that we're still up here. 
hey, knock on wood, don't be kicking us off now. Um, but they kicked off so many people from uh, YouTube. They're cleansing, cleansing all of social media. And mainstream media's job now is just to, to point you to whichever professional prostitute, whichever sex worker is to be exalted this week. And this one is Iggy Azalea. The fancy rapper shared a new TikTok video. Her app of, her new video on TikTok, her app of choice lately. See, it's just, they just advertise for TikTok. Right, the constant advertising for TikTok. Before it was, oh, you gotta get on Facebook. Gotta get on Twitter now, it's all TikTok. In which she's seen twerking in a hot pink outfit to a sound that says, repeat after me, Biden is soon to be your daddy. Attention, she captioned the clip. All right, let's let's check this out. Let's check out the clip. How do we get it? Attention. Wait, where's the... Did she take it down? Oh, wow, look at this demon. Just... Wow, look, we've got the fake lips. Oh. Oh, just shift into a, a straight-up horned demon. He gets choked. By a hand coming from off camera, gets, I mean, right, oh, how lovely, how lovely, abuse, physical abuse, and then she morphs into a demon after the, the hand reaches out and grabs her by her neck. That's not, that's not completely evil and demonic. All right, I can't, where's the actual, where's the Biden one? Did she delete that shit? Iggy. Iggy Azalea works for Joe Biden. Here's another one, Billboard.com. Video. Maybe this one is. Uh, maybe this one will work better. Got to find the actual clip. Here it is. What the hell? That's her music. She's a white chick too. That's how. She... Wow. Here's your, here's your culture, white women. This is your, your culture now. Hey, lady. I'm talking like a retard. How you like that? Can't understand what I say. How you like that? Dehumanized prostitute. How you like that? Shaking that ass. Big and fake. How you like that? That my raps. This is how bad rap is now. There's not even lyricists anymore. It's just whores saying, how you like that? Slap that pussy on the ground. How you like that? Slap it a whap on the ground. How you like that? The fuck? I got that whole world asking how I does that. I got that whole world asking how you look that. High girl means I'm gonna touch that. High girl, high girl means I'm gonna touch that. Wow. Wow, girl. White girl pretending to be black. How you like that? <laughs> Iggy Azalea. What a dumb bitch. <laughs> Is throwing it back for Joe Biden. Captioning mm. a clip, attention. The fancy rapper shared a new video on TikTok in which she's seen twerking in support of the president-elect. In support of the president-elect. Twerking in support. Repeat after me. 
Biden is soon to be your daddy. If you don't already know, Biden was officially named president-elect of <sighs> the United States on Saturday, November 7th, defeating incumbent Donald Trump in the 2020 election. In the days prior, Iggy left no room for confusion, making it clear the results she was hoping for. Look how drugged out and depressed she is, too. Look how miserable this person is. Just so zonked. Look at her eyes. He left no room. Look at that. She's just like opiated or popping them sannies or valiums. Who knows what? She just looks zonked. For confusion, making it clear the results she was hoping for. When a fan tweeted, careful with politics, Iggy, the Australian native replied, I hate Donald Trump. And if you like him. I Australian. She's Australian. <laughs> wow. I hate you too. Now. Oh. Yeah, billboard. Look, this this is how this is how your this is how your uh how your idols act. Politics, Iggy, the Australian native. This is how your I idols hate act. Donald Trump. Oh. And if you like him, I hate you too. I hate Donald Trump, but if you like him, I hate you too. Oh, Trump is so divisive. He's so divisive. He's so mean. All right. So, how many people? I didn't. I didn't vote for Trump, by the way. But how many? I didn't vote for anybody. But how, how many people say, oh, I just, I, I voted for Biden because Trump's just so mean. He's so unpresidential. Look at these celebrities. They, they're, they're allowed to say, oh, we should kill these people. These people are terrible. You had what's-her-face with Donald Trump's head. Um, what's that stupid hack horde with the plastic face? Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. With a fake Trump head. <laughs> I hate Donald Trump. If you like him, I hate you too. Now what? Now what? To see how other artists reacted to Joe Biden's win, head to Billboard.com. For Billboard News, I'm Jordan Rowling. Wow. So there we go. There we go. We are, we're healing, everybody. We're healing. All you essentials, all you essentials in the chat. I want to thank you guys. You guys are the heroes, but also the celebrities. Celebrities are also the heroes. But the Biden-Harris campaign has launched a Build Back Better map in Fortnite. In Fortnite, players can complete challenges tied to the campaign's platform. So they're gamifying. <laughs> the Green New Deal slash the Great Reset, which Build Back Better is one of the slogans of the Great Reset. You see, uh, we're going to talk about Kevin Trudeau. I'm sorry, Justin Trudeau. I always say Kevin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Talking about this as well. Talking about Build Back Better. Here we go. We got The Verge. The Verge. It's just basically just like a lesser Vox. Right? It's basically Vox. With just a few days to go before the November 3rd presidential election, former Vice President Joe Biden's campaign has launched a new custom map in Fortnite. First reported by Mashable, Build Back Better with Biden map is located in Reboot City. Hmm, like the Great Reset, huh? Reboot City. It is I aimed... feel 10 feet oh. tall right now. And strong as an ox. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Geraldo Cabrera says, these celebrities are so punk rock. He donates five bucks. Thank you, Gerardo. Gerardo Cabrera. These celebrities are so punk. I mean, they're rebels. They're the resistance. 
right? They're standing up. Fist in the air with the celebrities. Let's put a fist in the air for I- Iggy Azalea, right? Just twerking for freedom, twerking to, to destroy fascism. And how, about, and how about Joe Biden destroying fascism with custom maps in Fortnite? It's in Reboot City and is aimed at promoting the campaign's message that the environment and economy are connected. Oh, it's the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab bullshit. I feel 10 feet oh. tall right now. And strong as an ox. We got, we got two Stevie Janowskis. <laughs> Thank you very much. Anon donated 20 bucks says, These whores making me sick. Yeah. This disgusting. I mean, these are people's daughters. And, they're, and people's daughters are looking up to these whores. People's daughters are looking up to these harlots. That's what these are. These are harlots. These are disgusting people. They do disgusting things for fame and fortune. They'll do anything for attention. The people who sell their own ass, they'll sell their own mom for a measly million bucks. So it's aimed at promoting the campaign's message that the environment and the economy are connected. The solo player adventure type map takes about 20 to 30 minutes to play and is made its debut Friday night. So there we go. There, you can play Fortnite. You can save the planet from the climate crisis on Fortnite. On Fortnite. Rejoice. Rejoice. Here's, here's Kevin Trudeau when he heard that Biden was elected president in an impromptu, impromptu parade. <laughs> here, here he can be seen building back better. This is a real masculine male role model for you. Um, Kevin Trudeau, let's hear what he's got to say. I'm sorry, Justin Trudeau. I, I call him Kevin Trudeau at least 60% of the time. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. I'm sorry, the Fidel Castro Jr., Justin Trudeau. <laughs> the, the Castro stuff is really weird. The Castro stuff is very strange if you look into that. Justin Trudeau, Castro. The Trudeau family and Castro family uh, connections. Remember, Trudeau's parents were swingers. They were swingers. They were into that poly ammo. They were degenerates. All right, let's... Oops. Where's the... I can't hear you. Justin. Global Citizen is blowing it. What's going on here? Do I not have any... Oh no. There it is. Okay. There's my volume. The last six months have laid bare fundamental gaps and inequities within our societies and between them. As with climate change. Oh, between them. So, right away, nine seconds in, and already with globalist rhetoric. Oh, between our societies. There are inequalities between our societies. And that's terrible. Right, there are these inequalities between the United States and communist China. That's horrible. We have so many inequities and inequalities. We need to all be like communist China. Those who have the least are impacted the most. That's why last spring, Canada worked with Prime Minister Andrew Holness and Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Oh, the UN to save the planet with Antonio Guterres. Dude, this guy Antonio Guterres is such a little slime ball. Uh, I'm not going to pull up a picture of him right now, but he just looks like... Like, if you were to try to draw a picture of just a disgusting, toady pedo, <laughs> that's what you would draw. He's, he, he, he's like... What's that guy? Brian Stelter? It looks like Brian Stelter's dad. <laughs> Antonio Guterres, or whatever his name is. 
He, he looks like Brian Stelter's father. Could be Brian Stelter's father. Convene a high-level meeting to discuss how leaders around the world could work together to close these gaps and build a better, more equitable system that works for everyone. Leaders around the world close these gaps between their nations. Oh, wow. We just, whoa, man, what if we could just make a global government? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, Justin? Maybe if I say maybe if I say Justin Trudeau like 50 times during this six-minute video, I can finally not call him Kevin Trudeau. <laughs> Talk about it. In May, we agreed to look at six urgent areas of action to mobilize financing for the response and the recovery. Over the course of the summer, our six working groups produced over 250 policy options. On September 8th, finance ministers gathered to discuss these options and their recommendations for the short, medium, and long term. The most promising ideas will be taken up within existing IMF and World Bank processes, as well as at the G7 and G20 leaders. Wow, what a surprise. The IMF and World Bank. The IMF and World Bank are going to help Justin Trudeau to make everything equal. Right? The IMF and World Bank, who go into countries and gut them, who use these predatory loans and the conditions that come with these loans to destroy cultures, to systematically destroy cultures. I forget who said it, but somebody said, the IMF, an IMF loan is like a bomb that leaves the infrastructure of a nation but destroys the people and the culture. That's what these people do. That's what globalism does. Guess what globalism is? It's global corporate fascism rebranded as progressive communism for the fucking morons who will buy into this equality equity faggotry that's what it is summits later in the fall then in december we're going to have the opportunity to meet again to discuss the progress we've made because we understand that right now we have to fix urgent problems but in the long run we also have to fix the system oh, so that it- oh urgent problems this is exactly what I was talking Here, Here's the pivot. Oh, this is so good. All oh, the lockdowns are so great. But we just didn't do enough. Look, the, the earth was healing. But we didn't do enough. It's not healing enough. It works for everyone. To eliminate this virus anywhere, we need to eliminate it everywhere. While scientists work around the clock to develop a vaccine, governments... We have the responsibility to ensure it'll be distributed quickly and fairly around the world. On Friday, I announced that Canada will provide $440 million the COVID-19 Vaccine Global Access Facility, including $220 million to the advanced market commitment to help low- and middle-income countries access vaccines. <laughs> so we're going to shut down all your businesses, tell you that you're not essential. We're going to genocide your old people in nursing homes. Uh, we're going to intubate you if you come to the hospital and kill you. And, uh, but don't worry, we're going to print a bunch of money. We're going to print a bunch of fake money and we'll give it to pharmaceutical companies so that they can give happy, healthy shots to all the poor people and brown people first to make them more equal. Trust us. Trust the shots. We love you. We, we say we want to depopulate the planet. We say there's too many of you, but we want to save you. By locking you in your fucking homes, telling you you can't go to church, you can't go see your family on Thanksgiving and Christmas, 
and turning you into obedient little muzzled slaves. We love you. We're doing it for your own good. We want to save you. Look at me. I'm Justin Trudeau. I'm so effeminate and cool. Look at me. Go to the pride parades. It's so progressive. I just want to save you with IMF loans. This is an important initiative, and I encourage other governments to join in as well. We need to work together, and not just on vaccines. Canada Mm -hmm. believes that a strong, coordinated response across the world and across sectors is essential. Oh, so we need a globally, centrally planned economy. We need a global war economy against us, right? Which that's what this is. That's what this is. Do you remember the war on drugs? What was that? That was a war on people. That was a war on the population. The CIA was flowing, uh, was flying the drugs in from South America. Right, this is this is on record. These CIA jets and planes crashing with tons of cocaine on them. Right, where where was it that when those kids witnessed it too? They witnessed the crashed cocaine plane, and then they were found dead on railroad tracks. And it was oh, it was an accident. They just they must have accidentally fallen asleep on the railroad tracks and got run over by a train. Right, that, that was the war on drugs. Then you had the war on terror. The war on terror started in 2001. That war on terror made everybody a potential enemy. The enemy could be your brother, could be your sister. Right? They could be being radicalized on the internet by Al-Qaeda. Now, the enemy is invisible. Not just invisible enemies as in the possible, the terrorists. We've got to get the terrorists. They hate our freedoms. The, her- the terrorists hate our freedoms, you guys. Amer- the, the terrorists, they, America's freedoms are the, are the greatest thing in the world, and the terrorists hate it so much. So if we just get rid of all of our freedoms, then the terrorists will have nothing to attack. Okay, if we, if we get rid of the terrorists with all the mustard gashes and the yellow cakes, they got yellow cakes in trucks. Look at a picture from the yellow cake in the trucks. Look at Colin Powell. Them terrorists, they hate your freedoms. We'll get rid of those freedoms, and the terrorists won't hate you anymore. It'll be okay. Now it's, now guess what the war is? The war is on you. The war is on me. The war is on everybody. It's an invisible enemy that could be in everybody on any surface. Oh, and, and, and guess what? We need a global government to, to finish this one. Just like you needed the coalition of the willing. The coalition. Well, again, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. <laughs> Don't even worry. Don't even worry. Hedge is bigger and stronger. Um, yeah, the coalition of the willing. Now you've got a war on everybody, on everything. And we have to have a coalition of all nations to fight this together with the science and the experts. And Kevin Trudeau. I'm sorry. Justin Trudeau. I wish I could just call him what I really think he is every time. (sighs) But alas, YouTube only lets you use that word occasionally. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Oh, climate change and inequality and poverty. We're going to lock you down and make you more poor. But no, we're doing this to stop poverty. We all need to stop poverty together while we shut you all down, tell you you're not essential, and then choose who we say are essentials. 
in this state-run Holodomor genocide. This Bolshevik revolution, global Bolshevik revolution that we're seeing right now. This is what this is. This is a global coup. That's what this is. This is a global coup. Last week, our government committed to investing more in international development while supporting countries, uh, developing countries on their economic recoveries and resilience. Meaning bringing Monsanto, Starbucks, and OnlyFans to the third world. We're going to turn the third world into a bunch of little consumers, little coomer consumers. And it's going to be so great because uh, in our Great Reset, in our 2030 Great Reset, you'll own nothing like World Economic Forum has been telling us. I've been talking about that article for like, I think since it came out. I think I started talking about that in 2016 when it came out. And now it's finally going viral. Everybody's like, what the hell is going on here? World Economic Forum even removed that video from their Twitter. And that's what this is about. Oh, we're going to save you from inequality by making you all equally poor. You'll all own nothing. You'll be happy. You'll be happy. And on that note, today, I can announce that Canada will invest $400 million more in humanitarian and development funding, which will go directly to trusted partners on the ground fighting COVID-19. Our government is committed to investing even more in the years to come. In addition, we will continue to advocate for extending the debt service suspension initiative. We will also work on ensuring the special needs of small island developing states. Small island developing states? What the fuck? Their vulnerable countries are taken into account. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development and the SDGs. Building back better... The 2030 Agenda, Agenda 2030, Sustainable Development Goals, the SDGs. What I've been saying for so long here, these SDGs are genocide. These SDGs, the 17 SDGs, are a total ruse. Equality. This this is what the Bolshevik Revolution was. It was all about equality. This is what the bloody mess of the French Revolution was. It's equality. Liberty, fraternity, equality. We're in this together. And so there you go. He said it. Build back better. Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. And the Great Reset. I think he even mentions a reset. Let's see if he if he says the words reset. I think he does use that one as well. All the catchphrases. Joe Biden's transition team website is buildbackbetter.com. Canada is here to listen and to help. Are you concerned about a contested election result in the United States? And what are you doing to prepare for the potential international consequences of such a situation? Canada is, of course, uh, fully uh, respectful of the processes underway in the United States. We will not be uh, interfering or engaging in any way in their electoral processes, and that includes commenting on their electoral processes. We will, of course, uh, continue to prepare for any outcomes and be there to stand up for Canadians, as we always have uh, through these past uh, years and and before that. The role of the Canadian government uh, is to be there to defend Canadian interests while working uh, with elected leaders around the world, uh, and we will continue to do that. 
<laughs> Alright. So, Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau talking about that Great Reset. Talking about that Great Reset. Here's what the Great Reset looks like in Germany right now. It looks like police beating the shit out of people. C- complete removal of constitutional rights. Police can enter people's homes for any reason. They don't have the right to freely assemble. But in Berlin, hundreds of thousands of people have taken to the streets. Do you see this in mainstream media? No. No. You see, mainstream media is going to show you Cardi B and Iggy Azalea twerking. They're going to tell you what the latest TikTok star gossip is. This is what's happening in Germany. Look at these. These are elderly people. These are elderly people right here. Look at these idiot cops. Look at this. Hmm. Germany. So people aren't really liking the Great Reset there. But... Justin Trudeau, Justin Trudeau, he's stoked, right? Klaus Schwab is stoked. Your boy Prince Charles is stoked. Here's Prince Charles back in June. Back in June. Let's see what he has to say. You know, this this guy is going to be the king. He's going to be king. Oh, I just can't wait to be king. To be king of the Great Reset, Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Oh, Prince Charles. Charles. <laughs> Close friends with um, with Jimmy Savile. <laughs> That's racism, man. I love to racism, bro. <laughs> Let's read some super chats first. Sid Meister, what's up, dude? Justin Lee, what's happened? We'll start with that. Uh, Sid Meister says we don't take too kindly to turns gender. Uh, reptilian disciples of Satan around these parts. <laughs> okay, I don't know who you're talking about there. You talk about you talk about Princey, Princey boy here. Justin, thank you very much, Sid Meister. Good to see you in the chat, dude. Hope all's going well with you. Justin Lee donates four ninety nine through Super Chat. Says great chat. That's poor folk money sent your way. Stay true. Hey man, we we all running on poor folk money. And uh, thank you very much. We appreciate that. Appreciate those non essentials. From all you guys here, so there, there's no such thing as a non-essential person, right? So those non-essential dollars are coming from an essential person. I can, I cannot believe that people just accepted this this genocidal rhetoric. Essentials and non-essentials. I can't believe I have to keep repeating this. How insane this is! But ultimately, you know who the, who's in charge of the real great reset? Who really's got that great reset power? And that's God. And none of these people, none of these people can eclipse and dethrone God. Even though they want to so badly. They want to reject God. They hate God with such a passion. These demonic little little pederasts here. They're so full of hate. But, um, yeah. We know who's really in charge. So thank you, Sid Meister. I appreciate that. Maya Bisson donates 777. Whoa, getting all esoteric there. 
says, hey, bigots, I know an old man who was engaged to Justin's mom before Pierre persuaded him to marry her because Justin's mom's last name is Sinclair. Pierre need the bloodline to make Justin. It was all Jesuit from then on. That's kind of interesting. You should email me if you got, if you got a longer explanation of that. Interesting little tidbits there. Mother's last name was Sinclair, huh? Now, now the parents were swingers, right? And they visited Castro around the time when the mother would have conceived Justin. Isn't that weird? I don't. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't freaking matter in the end. But I, I that the the Justin Trudeau Castro stuff is fascinating. All right, we got we got the prince, Prince Charles. Yes, Prince Charles. Oh, thank you, Prince Charles. You tell us, tell us what we must do to stop the climate crisis, sir. With your throaty toady voice, Prince Charles. Um, if we look at the planet as if uh, oh, it if were... we look at the planet, oh yes, oh, if we just speak with a maximum level of smugness, uh, the most most smug. And condescending voice and accent as you can possibly have, yes. Mm, yes. A patient. Uh, we can see that our activities have been damaging her immune system. Oh, her immune system, Gaia. Yes, we believe them. the planet is a living creature, as Gaia. As if uh, it were a patient. Uh, we can see that our activities have been damaging her immune system. And she's been struggling to function and thrive due to the strain we have put on her vital organs. Oh, to treat yes. her, we need to restore balance and put nature back at the center of the circle. Mm, the circle? And to achieve... What circle? You're the center of the circle. What circle are you talking about? Is we must act for health and well-being, understand nature's patterns and cycles, recognize the value of diversity, unity and the interdependence of all living things, consider the importance of innovation and adaptation, and invest uh, in nature-based solutions to help stimulate a more more circular bioeconomy. The circular economy, meaning we'll share things with you. We will will give you things and you'll give them back. We will remanufacture them. (laughs) You own nothing in the circular economy that gives back to nature as much as we take from her. Oh, take from her. So that's back in June. Good old princey boy here. Yes, Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Oh, we missed this one, though. Okay, sorry. We've got to listen to this one first. (laughs) We've got to finish with big boy Justin here. What do you have to say to those, including MPs in the House of Commons, who see in your use of the term Great Reset evidence of some sort of grand plot? What do you have to say to this sort of conspiracy theory out on social media now? I think we're in a time of anxiety where people are looking for reasons uh, for things that are happening to them, that the difficult moments we're in. Nice to be able to try and find someone to blame, something to point to, something to get mad at. I think 
Uh, we're seeing a lot of people fall prey to disinformation. And if conservative MPs and others want to start talking about conspiracy theories, well, that's their choice. I'm going to stay focused on helping Canadians get through this, on learning lessons from this pandemic, <laughs> and making sure that the world we leave to our kids is even better than the world we inherited from oh, our Oh, so kids. they're just gaslighting. They'll tell you the Great Reset. No, that's a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, the Great Reset, we want you to own nothing by 2030. Right? We want to have total equality where you own nothing. We want to have a zero-growth economy rapidly depopulate and create a global government. And we're open about it, but no, 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 you're a crazy conspiracy theorist if you talk about it. You're a gaslighting. You're gaslighting, Justin. You're being reported to Michelle. Oh, the pee pee and the poo poo advocates, Michelle. Oh. Oops. Rebecca, alright. Yes, yeah, the Great Reset. A great reset. It's just a conspiracy theory. But here we go. What about this? We have an incredible opportunity to create entirely new sustainable industries. Um, yes, it's an incredible opportunity. It's an opportunity. Hmm. Investing in nature as the true engine of our economy. The current global crisis has disrupted every aspect of our lives, but it has also presented us with an extraordinary opportunity, a chance to reset and accelerate you? efforts How to improve the state of our world. As a species, the most destructive, Change the horriblest, current trajectory will require species that has ever walked on planet Earth. Wow. How dare you? Tristan can donate five bucks. Says, I will watch stupid comedy. Laughter is the best medicine. I won't question. Just smile under my mask. <laughs> Panic this. Uh, and just... <laughs> let's just watch stupid comedy and giggle. Let's just frivolously giggle. <laughs> Old and imaginative action. Together with determination and decisive leadership. In order to secure our future and to prosper, we need to evolve our economic model, putting people and planet at the heart of global value creation. Oh yes, people and planet. Oh look, we're going to help all the Africans have water, and also to own nothing. If there is one critical lesson we have to learn from this crisis, we need to put nature at the heart of how we operate. We are on the verge of catalytic breakthroughs that will alter our view of what is possible and profitable within the framework of a sustainable future. We need nothing short of a paradigm shift, one that inspires action at revolutionary levels and pace. Oh, yes, I'm so inspiring. Yes, everybody, the world is just waiting for me. Uh, Jimmy Savile's close friend to inspire them. We simply cannot waste any more time. The only limit is our willingness to act. No. And look, you like that at the end? All the empty streets. Look, oh, look. 
look at the fires. There's fires. The climate is changing. Oh, look, there's an ice. There's an ice cap. The, the ice is all melting. It's burning and melting. Ugh. And the time to act is now. Yeah, so the time's act, and then they show empty streets, the depopulation, right? What, what do you think it is? This whole everything has to run at fifty percent occupancy. Oh, you and and, and when they have these events, right now, and strong as an ox. Yeah, we got we got some support tonight. That's great. What do you think? What do you think this is? When they're telling everybody you can run, you can open your restaurants at fifty percent occupancy. And when they're when they're filling these uh, these baseball stadiums with cardboard cutouts of people, right? When you when you walk into a train station and they have half the seats blocked off, all this imagery of blocking off half the seats, of of rooms being half full, there's depopulation imagery, normalizing the idea of the reduction of population, constantly flashing these images for you. Influencing you psychically to think that this is inevitable, that this is good, this is good. and this is how you stay safe by staying away from people. Right? Only, only look at your phone. Keep the mask on. Don't talk. Don't breathe the air. Stay home and wait for your kibble rations from Prince Charles. And the reset is now. The time and the time to act is now. The time is now. This empty hypnotic rhetoric. The time is now. The time to act. And that's the same thing that Greta said. We have to act. The time to act now. The time to act is now. We must act. Hmm. Hmm. Time to act is now. Yeah, the time to act is most definitely now. The time to stop these pieces of shit from destroying our way of life is now. The time to act is now. The time to tell these people, F you and your bullshit great reset. Screw you and your world government. Screw you and this insane technocracy that is a thousand times more dehumanizing and awful than Brave New World in 1984 combined. Screw you. We're not going to act. We're going to live. It's time to act. We want all you, all you activists to continue to pretend to be activists. We all act. The time to act and pretend is now. No, the, the time to tell these people no is now. The time to tell these people no is now. So Ron Emanuel, the brother of... Zeke Emanuel that was talking about death panels 12 years ago in his op-ed articles for The Atlantic promoting the idea of culling people and saying, oh, uh, it, the best thing for you and everyone else in society is a quick and easy death. Right? The guy who's going to be a part of Biden's administration. The totally legitimate and real... President-elect, as proclaimed by mass media, Joseph, the kid from Scranton, grassroots Biden, 
Rahm Emanuel was a major part of Obama's administration. Rahm Emanuel, who was mayor of Chicago for a while. Rahm Emanuel, whose brother is Ari Emanuel, major Hollywood player. That they based the character in that stupid, terrible show that was on when I was in college. What was that show that, like, Nick and all those kids... The, no. Like, it was just like, oh, we're bros and we're going to be famous and we're all going together. And that the one of the Dylan brothers was in it. Entourage. Fuck that show. Entourage. The brother of Rahm Emanuel is Ari Emanuel. Entourage was based on him. He now has a huge stake in UFC. Um, here's what Rahm Emanuel has to say about all you non-essentials, about us. And there's going to be people like a Jay-Z Penny and other retail. Those jobs aren't coming back. Give them the tools. Six months, you're going to become a computer coder. We'll pay for it. And you'll get millions of people to sign up for that. They are not going back to parts of the retail economy. And we need to give them a lifeline to what's the next chapter. And oh, you guys could work for Amazon. You could become a coder. Learn to code, bitches. Yeah, learn to code. Hey, all you farmers, we're going to make meat illegal. Yeah, we're going to cut off your water. Part of the Agenda 21... Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals are shutting off your access to resources like water. They want to end irrigation. <laughs> These people are fucking insane. Oh no, you learn to code. Just go learn to code. Learn to code. These people are insane. These people are genocidal maniacs and they rub it in our faces. And we need to say no. Right. This is this is an all-out push for total control over every aspect of our lives. That's what the climate crisis rhetoric is about. That's what the lockdowns are about. They're about shutting down the service economy. They're about shutting down any part of the economy where human beings interact with each other. It is about shutting down humanity. It's about shutting us down, locking us in our homes... And empowering these huge transnational corporations, empowering Amazon, empowering Walmart, and, and flattening the curve. Flattening the curve is a ruse. They told you two weeks to flatten the curve. It's November now. They said two weeks to flatten the curve back in February and March, and now it's November. How many more years will we allow these people to do this? We need to stop this. We need to stop this. We need to not acquiesce to this. We need to not submit to this. And we need to build real communities that we can defend, that we can provide for. We need to have real skills. We need to teach our children real skills. We need to build real communities in the real world. We need to be talking to our neighbors. We need to be producing our own food. Alright. I'm getting pissed again. I need to... Slow down. Slow it down. Maya Bisson donated five bucks. Thank you, Maya. You guys, I, I'm seeing, there's a few, let's see. Almost all of the donations are coming through Streamlabs now, which is great. You guys are getting the point. Streamlabs is the way to donate. Don't go through the YouTube. Uh, don't go through the YouTube. Support via Streamlabs. You guys, we get zero support from YouTube. All these videos get demonetized. Demonetized. Right. We get zero support from YouTube. In fact, we get 
the opposite of support from YouTube. They will unsubscribe viewers who've been watching this channel for years, over and over and over again. And so the only reason these streams happen is because of your support. I want to thank everybody who does support all you essentials. All you are essential to keeping these streams going. Thank you for sending those non-essential dollars over here. Maya Bisson says, What I know is Pierre, being a weirdo, needed Margaret's bloodline to make his future firstborn son prime minister. Uh, maybe a Masonic for all I know. Yeah, that's interesting. That's crazy. How, how did you know this stuff? How did you know that? Send me an email. Send me a cool email. Tell me a story. I appreciate the super chats, Maya Bisson. Really appreciate that. Um... Oh, yeah, there's my email address, Tristan at PrimalEdgeHealth.com. T-R-I-S-T-A-N. T-R-I-T-R-I-S-T-A-N at PrimalEdgeHealth.com. All right, so Rahm Emanuel. What a freaking little demon he is, huh? It was a golden opportunity. <sighs> HRH, the Prince of Wales, and other leaders on the forum's Great Reset. A golden opportunity. There's a golden opportunity to seize something good from this crisis. Global crises know no borders. And highlight how interdependent we are as one people sharing one planet. Oh, we're all one. We're all one with the people at the World Economic Forum. These people who have armed guards outside of their homes. These people who sacrifice millions of human beings in wars and conflicts that they start in order to get their own agendas through. Now these, these people, we're one with them, right? We're all one. Oh, we're all one. Monism, paganism. We're all just one people and one planet. And if we all come together and we all give up our freedoms, the planet will heal. Mama Earth is sad. She's dying. And it's your fault because you breathe. Because you have a penis. Now cut it off, bitch. Cut off your penis. Cut off your penis. Give your children to the state. Give your land to the state. Come live in a cubby. Come live in a digitized cubby in a smart city coffin apartment where you own nothing. Look at these disgusting... Excuses for human beings. Unless we take the action necessary and build in a greener and more inclusive and sustainable way, then we'll have more and more pandemics. Oh, like more and more pandemics. Klaus Schwab, the pandemic represents a rare but narrow window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. Now, this is the World Economic Forum's website. They openly tell us this is what they want to do. They openly tell us that you will own nothing. Welcome to 2030. I own nothing, have no privacy. My life has never been better. It's so good. This is Klaus Schwab. Dresses like a freaking space wizard. Now, Klaus Schwab <laughs> dresses like like he's running the uh, the Masonic temple on on freaking uh, on Jupiter. Well, Saturn, I'm so, excuse me, I know you guys love your Saturn. <laughs> Look at this guy. Oh, we're going to build back better. How to build back better after COVID. Klaus Schwab, Prince Charles. These people say it's sustainable. 
to build back better. We have to build back better. Well, telling vegans that they've been brainwashed is actually just one of the gaslighting techniques I want to highlight. Here's Klaus Schwab. I thought, I thought you guys could see that image when I pulled it up. I guess you couldn't. There's Klaus Schwab and his, his weird ritual outfit. Dude dresses and acts like a Bond villain. Look at this. What is he doing here? What the hell are you doing there, Klaus? What a dork. They gotta build back better. 2030, well, you'll own nothing. They openly tell us this. Then we're supposed to accept this. Oh, this is gonna be a great future. It's gonna be a great future. Gen Z philosophy, what's up, dude? Donates five bucks. Can you check out Father Seraphim Rose on the, on the juice question from the... Orthodox Survivor series, or is it too spicy? Yeah, no, we can't. We can't be. We're on YouTube Homes. What are you trying to do? You don't like these streams? You want a Fed post? You don't, you don't like these streams? You want to? You want? You want to try to bait? You want to try to bait us into getting kicked off? That's fine. You won't get these fucking streams if you guys don't know how to how to play nice in the chat. I know you're probably not trying to do that, but anyways, yeah, it's the uh, read Father Seraphim Roses. Orthodox Survival Course. It is an important work. Very important work. You can read that and you can find his interpretation of that. Alright, but you know damn well what's allowed on YouTube, dude. Come on. But thank you very much. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate that. Um, I own nothing. You will own nothing, Jon Snow. You own nothing, Jon Snow. I am Klaus. I am Klaus Schwab, and we need to reset everything in order to rebuild. We must destroy everything and rebuild it. The pandemic represents a rare window of opportunity to reflect, reimagine, and reset our world. The best memorial we can build for those who've lost their lives in the pandemic is that greener, smarter, fairer world. Kristalina Georgieva, managing director of the International Monetary Fund. So the IMF, they just want to build back a sustainable world. They just care about your children in the future. They just care about you. The World Bank, the IMF, they love you. They love you so much. That's all they care about is you and making you equal by owning nothing. <laughs> yeah, these people are freaking crazy. Klaus Schwab, whose family history is completely obscured. Who, who, who's Klaus Schwab's father? Who's his mother? Where did his wife Hilda come from? How did they have a foundation for social entrepreneurship? How did this German engineer and economist... Start the World Economic Forum. He was born in 1938 in Ravensburg, Germany. Starts all these foundations. Where is his father from? Right now, if you start doing a little bit of a deeper dive on Klaus Schwab, you can only find little tidbits of information on what his family was doing during the war. Right? But it's kind of interesting. WF Chief does more than talk the talk. This is from Japan, 2013. Japantimes.co.jp. 
As a child growing up in Germany during the war, Klaus Schwab, founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, witnessed the consequences of all-out conflict and the stark contrast between war and peace. My father was working for a Swiss company so he could cross the border. As a small child, it was always difficult to understand why there was an imaginary line, the border. On one side of the line was war, and on the other side it was peace, Schwab said in a recent interview with the Japan Times in Tokyo. So, apparently his father worked for a Swiss company, his German father. His Nazi father worked for a Swiss company and had free travel in between Nazi Germany and Switzerland. The neutral Switzerland. Wow! Wow! Klaus! How strange. How strange. That experience left a deep impression on the young Schwab. So they don't talk about his family history because his dad was a freaking Nazi that was crossing the border working for a Swiss company and living part-time in Nazi Germany, part-time in Switzerland. We don't get to hear about his past history. That's, that's fine, though. Klaus, Klaus just wants to help us. His father was just a good guy. What, what a shock, right? What a shock that Klaus Schwab, who wants to build a global eco-fascist regime that controls every aspect of life, including human breeding, basically an extension of the Nazi eugenics platform right, with this new environmentalism, which is eugenics rebranded. If you want to learn a little bit more about environmentalism, the green movement, and how it ties in with eugenics, I highly suggest you read. Where is that book? There is. is there we go. The Molecular Vision of Life, Caltech, the Rockefeller Foundation, and the Rise of the New Biology. And so the biological sciences were hijacked by the Rockefeller Foundation, and this is by Lily E. K. This is this is a book that is published by MIT. She is an MIT highly respected researcher. She ended up dying after. This, and then there was one other publication that she was working on when she died. Uh, but she, she ended up dying after publishing this. Um, and she, I forget what it was she was working on but when she died. Um, Melissa from Truth Stream Media told me before, but it, it, I wish I remembered. But The Molecular Vision of Life, Caltech, the Rockefeller Foundation, and the Rise of the New Biology by Lily E. K. They talk about the pivot of... The pivot of... These eugenicists who funded the Kaiser Wilhelm Institute, remember all the money for the Nazi eugenics programs, all the ideas came out of the West, came out of the United States. They were sterilizing, forced sterilizing people all over the country in the 20s and 30s, in the U.S. Right? Eugenics was huge back then. They thought they were going to breed a super race, breed a new Ubermensch. Right? This Nietzschean idea of the Ubermensch, this nihilistic idea of God is dead, but now man's going to become God through creating his own reality. Oh, you just create your own reality, man. You just make your own reality. This is what these people believe. And then they construct this false, idolatrous, insane ideology for you to follow of nature worship, of earth worship. And guess what? Mama Earth needs blood. Mama Earth wants human blood. Mama Earth wants less babies. Mama Earth wants you to own nothing. And then she'll be happy. Then she'll be happy. Less humans is good, they tell us. 
Less humans is great. Less humans is sustainable. It's so good. <laughs> so anyways, that's basically the only thing you can find about Klaus's history, about his past, other than his fake philanthropy crap and his ghost-written books that were written by this guy, Nicholas Davis, actually wrote the books, Professor of Practice, Thunderbird School of Global Management, and Visiting Professor in Cybersecurity, UCL Department of Science, Technology, Engineering, and Public Policy. He ghost wrote Klaus's book, The Great Reset. Ghost wrote Klaus's book, I'm The Fourth not Industrial Revolution. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. Thierry Malloray, co-founder and author of the Monthly Barometer. Here you can see theglobalist.com. Doesn't this sound great? Thierry Malloray is co-founder and principal author of the Monthly Barometer, an analytical and predictive newsletter on macro issues for high-level decision makers. High-level decision makers. Until 2011, Malloray was a senior partner at the Geneva-based Informed Judgment Partner. So, oh, why, what's up with Switzerland? All these people coming out of Switzerland for this great reset. Switzerland. Why was Klaus Schwab's father traveling back and forth between Nazi Germany and Switzerland during the war? Davos, based in Switzerland. Hmm, so interesting, isn't it? So anyways, Thierry Malloray, who's the, uh, the other co-author of Klaus's book with him. You can find some of his connections and some of his history. And of course, it's all about technocracy. Working with prime ministers, Russian investment banks. Globalist. Hmm. Right, so... Very little, very little can be found about Schwab. But there are some older articles. We can learn a little bit about him as well. This guy's been writing about and promoting the end of nationalism for a long time. The founder of Davos on confronting nationalism and inequality. They hate nations. They don't want nation states to exist. They want a single global nation state run by them. Right, this is an extension of the EU philosophy, an extension of the European Union philosophy, an extension of the UN philosophy. It's global governance. And he said before, the problem is not global government. The problem is lack of global government. That's a quote from him we read last week. Lack of global governance. Governance. It's not a government. It's governance. By corporate and banking elite. <clears throat> Check this out. When Klaus Schwab, the founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, hosted the first summit in Davos since 1971, how did, how did he get all these people together? How did he have the influence to gather them together in Davos in 71? Interesting, right? The global community was on the precipice of profound change. This is an article from Time, from last year in Time. 
Mass poverty was endemic. Computers were the size of Xerox. Well, again, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so I won't worry too much. No, you're so big and strong. You're so big and strong. Mass poverty was endemic. Computers were the size of Xerox machines. And globalization was still a theory taught to economics students. 48 years on, the world is utterly transformed. Extreme poverty is halved over five decades. Extreme poverty is that oh they've totally destroyed poverty they're just they're making everybody happy right with globalization extreme poverty has happened over five decades roughly two point five billion of us teens in Hawaii now carry skateboarding teens and oh, now carry supercomputers in our pockets and globalization has become the bedrock of the modern economy right that, but let's not talk about the destruction of all these cultures let's not talk about the huge wealth gap that's Accumulated the massive amount of wealth that's accumulated by these billionaires and trillionaires, and the coming genocide by the automation that they're trying to bring through. No, no, no. Let's. They're so good. They're just saving the planet. They're saving the planet with stakeholder capitalism. And get guess who's the stakeholders? Yeah, corporations and big banks. In the 1970s, you helped to develop. The multi-stakeholder concept, the idea that business must serve not only shareholders, but everyone with a stake in the company. Does that idea still have merit today? So this this is this Orwellian BS concept. The stakeholders, oh, it's everyone. Look, the stakeholders are the planet. The stakeholders are all the people. We're doing it for you. No, no, no. This is marketing. This is some mass mind control manipulating you to think that they're insane um, even call it like Machiavellian machinations globally are somehow benefiting the planet and benefiting the, the all of civil society all people are benefiting from it. that's a bullshit the stakeholders are the World Economic Forum and they tell you that in their future you'll own nothing they say you'll own nothing you'll have no privacy and your life has never been better so here's Schwab's answer to that. He says, well, today I see the stakeholder concept applied on a global level. The big issues in the world, like climate change, cannot be solved by governments alone. We need new technologies. So business has a role to play. Civil society has a big role to play. We are all stakeholders in our global future. And the World Economic Forum acts as a kind of catalyst, a kind of catalyst for this process. The vegan ideology has been brainwashed. Yay. This is, this is crazy. I, I I can't believe that people buy into this. Oh, yeah, the stakeholders. Stakeholders. Let's get this one. So anyway, there. I got a few articles pulled up here. Vanity Fair. Getting to know Klaus Schwab, the man behind Davos, 2009. We have to address the crisis. As we speak, 2,500 world leaders, chief executives, philanthropists, and other representatives of the global hyper-elite are gathered in Davos, Switzerland, for the World Economic Forum's annual meeting. Remember, they made Kevin... Not Trudeau. (laughs) Uh, What's his name? The freaking actor. Kevin Spacey. King of Davos in... Was it 2016? Kevin Spacey is the king of Davos. 
<laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio glad, uh, grabbed headlines at the World Economic Forum when he won a Crystal Award, and Bono was seen chatting with Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Can we just call him the gay F word all the time? At the Swiss summit. But behind the scenes, we hear Kevin Spacey, leader of the free world. <laughs> what? On House of Cards. <laughs> okay. Has been the de facto mayor of Davos, Switzerland. Spacey, who also met with Trudeau, along with Leo, popped into Anthony Scaramucci's annual wine forum at the Hotel Europe's Piano Bar, where the elite meet after hours. A spy said that the Skybridge Capital Founders bash. Spacey was schmoozing with third points Daniel Loeb, Goldman Sachs number two Gary Cohn, Google's Eric Schmidt, Citigroup's CEO Michael Corbat, Billions co-creator Andrew Ross Sorkin, and Bloomberg Television morning anchor Stephanie Ruley. We're told Mr. Spacey then climbed up on the piano in the packed room of delegates, pledged his love for the Davos experience, encouraged people to talk to him on the street, thanked them for watching House of Cards, then serenaded the room. She's so charming. This is when they were still pretending that this guy was like this stand-up citizen. right? Everybody knew that he was a closeted homosexual. No one had a problem with that. But then it came out that the dude was like a straight-up aggressive child-abusing rapist. And, uh, and, and people, still, people still didn't denounce him. So he was the king of Davos. He was the king of Davos. <laughs> the hyper elite Vanity Fair calls them they're the hyper elite by age 27 German born Klaus Schwab had 5 degrees in mechanical engineering and economics at 31 he became the youngest professor in Switzerland how did this happen at 33 he founded the World Economic Forum what a great age to found it at in 1971 because he was worried about Europe's economic future Aww. I bet his dad was so worried about Europe's economic future, too, when he was traveling back and forth between Switzerland and Nazi Germany while millions of people were being slaughtered. I'm sure he was so concerned, too. Uh, the goal, teach American management methods to Europeans. Now 70, Schwab still climbs mountains and participates in cross-country ski marathons. Wow, what a, what a just salt-of-the-earth guy. Cross-country ski marathons. He's also known for his expert dancing skills, which he has demonstrated to much acclaim at the event's nightly parties. He brings his work home and keeps it in the family. His daughter, Nicole, is the founding director of the forum's Young Global Leaders Initiative, and his former assistant wife, Hilda, one of his three, first three employees, has since co-founded the Schwab Foundation for Social Entrepreneurship. Schwab keeps the annual meeting exclusive by limiting the forum's membership to a thousand of the world's biggest corporations, which pay $39,000 a year for the privilege. Admission to the annual meeting is an additional $20,000. But for those who work for governments, nonprofit, and media outlets, get to go for free. Oh, if you work for governments, nonprofits, and media outlets, you get to go for free. Does that mean that me, as the president elect in exile of the United States, that I get to go for free? Or, I mean, I run my own media outlet here. Could I get to go? Schwab bans those who have been indicted and those companies and whose companies are bankrupt. And if you're retired, you can't go either, no matter who you used to be. Schwab is a master scheduler who has to juggle the lineups to accommodate egos. Bill Clinton wouldn't attend unless he gets a primo speaking slot. And accidents. Arnold Schwarzenegger canceled an event in 2007 after breaking his leg in a skiing accident. Dang, all those... 
grassroots people breaking their legs in skiing accidents. No one really knows who will succeed Schwab, a survivor of prostate cancer. He had hoped that Jose Maria Figueres, <laughs> one of the forum's chief executives and a former president of Costa Rica, should take over. That idea was abandoned after Figueres had to resign upon failing to disclose $900,000 in consulting fees. Dang it! Well, $900,000 in consulting fees. So, just surrounded with corrupt politicians, freaking arch pedos like Kevin Spacey. We have to address the crisis. The crisis managers, the World Economic Forum, they just want to help you. They just want to help you. Just want to help you. What's going on in the chat? We got, we got a, we got a, what's going on? <laughs> all right. All right. We, I don't know what's going on in the chat. We got some battles happening, but all right. Um, it, there we go. Um, Gen Z philosophy donated five bucks. It says, can you check out Father Serif? Oh, wait, we already read that one. And I, I wasn't mad at you for that one. I'm just like, People gotta be. This is YouTube. Uh, depopulated man donates fifteen bucks. Thank you, a depopulated man. Great, great name. Says it feels really good to know that the world I grew up in will be destroyed for a better, more sustainable future. It's a warm, tingly feeling. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, Sid Meister donated five bucks. Says Nazi mods. You can't censor this. Suck it. I don't. All right, Sid. What's going on? What's going on, Sid? Calm down. What's with the all caps? <laughs> I saw a bunch of comments with all caps. Did they time you out for using all caps and you got pissed? Door donated five bucks and then you didn't say anything. Thank you, Door. Great name, by the way. Um, they wouldn't get it, but Ryder would get a joke. Ryder would throw a joke out there about Door, but it's okay. Gen Z Philosophy donated five bucks. There's Gen Z Philosophy again. It says, sorry about the last chat, bro. Moonraker Depop plan and Blofeld's... Uh, I'm sorry. Moonraker Depop plan and Blofeld's on Her Majesty's Secret Service MK Ultra agents mass distributing Stabby's plan are the most interesting Bond plots. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, watch Her Majesty's Secret Service and and Moonraker because I've not seen Moonraker either. So let's let's put those on the list. We'll watch those. There are a bunch of movies we're supposed to watch. Hey, guys, thank you for for supporting the stream. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that you were not trying to fed post and get the the stream, uh, the stream taken down. Okay, what's wait up? What's happening here in the chat? Let me. Why is why is Sid Meister mad? I like Sid Meister. Don't we can't. Let's come and make sure everything's okay with Sid. Sid Meister was hidden. <laughs> All right, let's we'll get Sid unhid. How do I get Sid? Unhid. Unhid the Sid. Sorry about that, Sid. I don't know what was going on. Be good in the chat. Don't be... I'll unhide you. You're unhidden. Maybe you were using too many all caps. I don't know what happened. But I want to... Hey, mods, I'm sorry for... I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to diss my mods. I'm sure you did it for a good reason. But I like him. Oh, no caps. There you go. Quit doing all caps. Don't be a dork. All caps equals... That's like that's like spur. What do you what do you call it? when you do all caps all the time? It annoys a lot of people, and they just assume that you're spurging out. They didn't know that you're a regular. 
you can come back. You are an essential member of the audience. And we love you, Sid Meister. Hope all's going well, man. You cannot defeat Sid Meister. He will come back through the Super Chats. And thank you for the support, man. I appreciate the support. You, you do come through regularly and support. And I'm sure you didn't do anything too offensive in the chat. And I'm sure you... Oh, you called them Nazis and used too many caps. There you go. <laughs> Sid, be a good global citizen. No all caps. All caps just annoy everybody in the chat. And that was that was out of character for Sid. He must yeah. No, Sid's a good dude. Sid's fired up. Can we all can we all just reconcile? Let's have a reconciliation in the chat. We need healing, right? We need to heal. You need to heal. H E E L heal, Sid. Bow to my Moderators, bow to the moderators. Crispy Johnson, Crispy Johnson, don't you spaz out in there, Crispy Johnson either. Here's the thing: you're not with YouTube. If you start using, so you could say things, but if you type things, YouTube gets weird. There was a time when people would uh, people were getting banned because people would type words like Nazi and Hitler in the chat and stuff, and it would like the, YouTube's insane. So even you've got like you've got Klaus Schwab who. I mean, what, they, he, his father was, he's German, born in 1938, Klaus Schwab. His father was going back and forth across the border during the war. <laughs> so Klaus Schwab was born a Nazi. Are we allowed to say that, YouTube? That Klaus Schwab is a properly born and bred Nazi whose father was going back and forth between Switzerland and Nazi Germany during the war. Can we say that? You can't really say that in the chat, so don't use those. <laughs> Did somebody else get banned? Let's not ban people. Let's not ban the regulars, unless they're being really naughty. All right, so here's Klaus Schwab. They're talking in this article about the succession. He doesn't know who's, gonna, who's going to come after him. Let's just learn from Klaus. <laughs> How can you balance your family life together now? You have your children and grandchildren, and would you like them to continue your legacy? No, I think uh, they should uh, uh, go the independent ways. Um, uh, we have provided them with all the necessary, uh, let's say, educational um, uh, means, um, so and, uh, and and we are very proud of our children because uh, even if my son is uh, working in a very important position in the forum, but at any time he could go his own way if he wanted to do so. Have you ever thought about succession? Yes, of course, yes. it's important because um, uh, I want this uh, idea. It's not only a foundation. I want to have this idea uh, continue. I want to continue to control the world when I am dead. Yes, I want to live forever. Through the world economic form and a new world order. Uh, uh, dude, he needs he needs like the uh, he needs the Nazi dueling scar on his cheek to really complete the look. Certainly. 
I uh, plan um, uh, for quite some uh, time still to be at, uh, at uh, the use of this organization. Um, people tell me, well, as long as I'm coming to the office on Monday morning with more ideas than they can digest, I still have my place here. What's your vision for the next 50 years for the forum? I think uh, the forum is more needed than ever before. Uh, because we see uh, this tendency of disintegration, we see more and more problems, the world is getting more and more complex. Oh, uh, we see more and more problems, <laughs> the form will, will solve all the problems. Uh, it's much faster driven, people are much faster dissatisfied, uh, so uh, integrating force. Integrating meaning an integrating force to integrate into a global government, which is exactly what the Nazis envisioned, right? They wanted... Right, the, the EU was the brainchild of Nazis. They, that's what they wanted. They wanted an integrated system in Europe to then expand globally. <laughs> but no, no, no. That's, that's, these are philanthropists. They just want to save us and help us. To really address the issues... Which... Guarantee. I mean, the solutions to address those issues guarantee our survival. Um, I, I, I think there's enough to do in the... For oh, the we must secure the future of the World Economic Forum. Oh, man. For, uh, <laughs> also in, in 5,200 years from now. <laughs> yes, 5,200 years. We need world government. Here you got Klaus Schwab at the World Government Summit. How dare you? How dare me? How dare humanity? Oh, all of you. How dare all of humanity? How dare you? Not your hero, donated five bucks. Says New World Order a fad? Nah, bruh. It ain't a fad. It ain't a fad. It's right in front of our faces now. Oh, no, world government is a conspiracy theory they told us 10 years ago. But now, no, 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 world government's going to save the world. Right? They told us geoengineering is, and weather modification, that's a conspiracy theory. And now they say, oh, no, no, we've got to spray the sky with barium and aluminum to block out the sun because the world is too hot. We've got to create, we've got to stop the global warming. And they tell us, no, the Great Reset is a conspiracy theory. But then they also don't know the Great Reset is saving us. See how the gaslighting works. It's constant. The World Government Summit. This was in Dubai. I think it was in Dubai. When was it? I think it was in Dubai. Let's see. Oops. Where are you, Klaus? Come back. Use the suspense trailer music when you're talking about the imminent world government because we need it. We need it. Dun, 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 dun. What does it mean, globalization 4.0? Definitely, it has to be more sustainable. <laughs> it has to be more sustainable. Uh, we, we, have to, we have to amplify black transgender voices. He's got like a, look at this Saudi prince is hand-wringing behind him. <laughs> you got to... You got a Nazi and a Saudi prince hand wringing. <laughs> yes, yes. 
simply it has to be more sustainable. We cannot destroy, continue to destroy our environment. It has to be more inclusive. Those people who have lost the hope for a better future, they have to be given a new vision. They don't want to wake up with nightmares. They want to wake up with dreams. They want to wake up with dreams. They want to wake up with dreams that are already recorded by Google. They want Google to program their dreams. They want... They want us to have brain scans. They want, they want brain scans for risk assessment. They want microchips in them that will be tracked by satellites. He says this in his book. In his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, he says everybody's going to take microchips. We're going to put microchips in everybody. Oh, yes, they want that. They want stakeholder capitalism where they own nothing. What? What? They want, they want Alphabet to monitor their mental health through brainwaves that are being read by a helmet that they wear on them. They want MK Ultra mind control technology implanting dreams in their minds. <laughs> oh, they want they don't want nightmares, they want dreams. Yeah, these these are the these are the makers of dreams. These are the look at the Oh dream weaver. I believe you can get me through the night. So Oh Dream Weaver I believe you can brain scan me through the night. Oh, dream weaver, I believe we can make a new world order. People who have lost the hope for a better future, they have to be given a new vision. They don't want to wake up with nightmares. They want to wake up with dreams. <laughs> oh, dream weaver. I believe you can brain scan me all night. We need a more multi-stakeholder globalization. Which means the globalization not led just by governments, but where solutions are elaborated jointly by all stakeholders of society. <laughs> they cut to some dude picking his nose. All the stakeholders of society. Oh, look at this stakeholder. Look at all our, our, our Saudi princes and this man picking his nose. Society. <laughs> picking his damn nose. Only 2,000 people see that. Like, they, they tell us what they're doing. They tell us what they're doing. Here we go. The future we want. The UN we need. Antonio Guterres. 
This is not the future I want. Is it the future you want? Is it the future you need? This the future? Pandemics cause change. Change is the constant. The only known. Everything else is an unknown variable. The only thing we can be certain of is that our reality after the pandemic will not be the same as it was before. Oh, yes, yes, oh, yes, we're going to depopulate. We're going to take away your vehicles. You can't travel if you want to. You have to ask the government if you want to go outside. Yes, but this is what you need. <laughs> it's a world government summit. Talking about the UN we need. Life will change in fundamental ways. We will feel it in every aspect of our lives. As we push our limits, we push Earth's as well. We must become smarter on how we grow, without dampening our impact. This would require unprecedented cooperation between individuals, enterprises, governments, and nations. Well, <laughs> individuals, enterprises, meaning billionaires... Giant corporations and international banks and their government whores. Their compromised government whores. To the World Government Summit, 75 minutes for global collaboration. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, tons of videos on this channel. Virtual health forum. Anyways. Klaus... Check this out. Here's a funny one. So you got Forbes. Oops. Okay, hold on. Forbes. January 5th, 2020. Why stakeholder capitalism will fail. Forbes. November 11th, 2020. Next steps for stakeholder capitalism. <laughs> It's this whole article about what we need to do for more stakeholder capitalism. Uh, and, and the philanthropist at J.P. Morgan Chase, right, the Rockefeller's bank, announced a commitment to partner with clients to reduce emissions by 2030 in voluntary alignment with the Paris Climate Accord. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, just out of one end, oh, no, stakeholder capitalism will fail. And then, oh, yeah, no, we're just, we're going to do this shit. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're just going to do it. Oh, dream weaver. All right, so stakeholder capitalism, you're going to be hearing a lot more about this. What does it really mean? You'll never get a straight answer from these people. Let's see what the Financial Times says. It is, is it the job of a company to attempt to mitigate climate change? Milton Friedman would have said no. Back in 1970, he popularized the idea that a primary aim of executives should be to maximize the value created for the shareholders in a still brilliant essay. Companies should make stuff or create a service within an appropriate regulatory boundary, he wrote, then sell it and pay the proceeds to the providers of its capital. Aiming for anything else, he said, is to spend someone else's money for a general social interest. And why would you want to do that? It was compelling stuff, and his logic held firm in the corporate world for nearly 50 years. But today, for even his old news, in 2019, the U.S. Business Roundtable, the, ooh, the Roundtable, all these Roundtable groups, uh, decided to redefine the purpose of a corporation to promote an economy that serves all Americans. It comes with five commitments to customers, employees, suppliers, communities, and shareholders. This was soon followed by the Davos Manifesto 2020, 
where lots of people who have benefited from shareholder capitalism laid down their thinking on getting rid of it. Shareholders are mentioned last again behind society at large. So we're gonna get, we've made all this money. We've consolidated all this power. We've monopolized fucking everything. But now we've got to get rid of capitalism. Capitalism's bad now. Remember, Marx said that Marx said that capitalism, that global capitalism, right, that global corporate capitalism, and that. Oh, uh, sorry, get distracted by chat. Uh, global corporate capitalism is the vehicle, right? Monopoly capitalism is the vehicle for socialism and eventually for communism. Right? He said, H.G. Uh, Wells said the same thing. He laughed at the capitalists, or the, I'm sorry, he laughed at the communists and said, look, you guys are railing against monopoly capitalism, but that's the vehicle that's going to bring the new world order and the global communist state, which is what they're trying to roll out right now. And they're going to call it stakeholder capitalism. No, it's capitalism for everybody. It's happy-to-lism. Happy-to-lism. It's capitalism that benefits everyone. No, yeah, it's not just for the shareholders. It's for society at large. Right? It's a centrally planned economy run by public-private partnerships. Remember, that used to be called fascism or communism back in the day. Now it's called stakeholder capitalism. That's what it is. Pretty much everyone has now jumped on this bandwagon, they say. Everyone has. In July, Joe Biden announced his aim to bring an end to the farce that is shareholder capitalism, while the pandemic has given renewed interest, I'm sorry, renewed energy to the conversation about the purpose of a corporation. The upshot is a long list of organizations asking companies to step back from what used to be their core purpose and to focus on a lot of other things. So they want to create a zero, what they, they call it a zero growth economy. They talk about the circular economy. They talk about the sharing economy. They talk about the stakeholder economy. These are all words for the same thing. It is Agenda 2030, which is THX 1138. Let's do some basic math here. Agenda 2030 equals THX 1138. (laughs) If you haven't seen that film, watch that film. That's what they want. Everything controlled. They want you. <laughs> Polygon says they want you to rent your toaster oven and clothes. No joke, exactly. And this is what they tell you in their article here. It's 2030. I own nothing. I have no privacy, and my life has never been better. Ida Alkin, who wrote this article, she is a socialist from where is she from? From Denmark, I think. Yeah, so socialist from the Parliament of Denmark. This is so great. Look at the future in 2030. I don't own anything, but there's no traffic. There's no traffic, so it's so cool. And I don't even have to think. She says, the algorithm just gives me what I need. They know what I need before I even know it. And I can just spend my time doing whatever. I'm just so happy. No, no, no. This is is insanity. Stakeholder capitalism is a rebranding of global communism where you have an overclass that isn't subjected to the you own nothing, right? where you have this overclass of the real stakeholders, S-T-E-A-K stakeholders, who they get to eat their steaks. They get to own land. They get to make decisions. But you get to own nothing. 
And you get to be happy about that. That's what they want. That's what they're pushing for. That's what this climate change rhetoric is all about. That's what the climate crisis rhetoric is all about. That's why these people want their little boy, their little, their little lackey, a freaking uh, 78-year-old dementia patient who's so compromised in so many ways. There's videos all over the internet of his son doing disgusting things, smoking crack and getting his dingling jiggled by some weird woman's feet. Multiple videos of this dude all over the internet. These are some of the most compromised people in the world that these people put in positions of power. And we're supposed to just bow down and take it. We're supposed to just bow down and say, yes, please, Klaus Schwab, take my family. Take our children from us. Take our land. We don't want it. It's bad for the planet. Tax my exhalations. Call me an environmental toxin. It's good. It's progressive. We're told that this is great. It's so good. Look, all the big corporations say it's good. In Australia, the new Climate League 2030 is calling for companies to slash carbon emissions beyond government forecasts. Everything, we're carbon-based life forms. You exhale carbon. Carbon, what they're saying, carbon emissions, they want to decrease carbon emissions. That is a proxy measurement for human life. They want to decrease the human population. And they tell you this all the time. They tell us this all the time. These people are nuts. These people are insane. These people are even crazier than me. Crazier than you guys, believe it or not. Um, right, I'm coming right here to the chats. See what the chat's doing. Are we still, is everyone okay in the chat? Is Sid Meister come back or does Sid take off? You're okay, Sid. Come back, Sid. Um... You guys, best way to support is via the Streamlabs link. These get no, zero support from YouTube. And if you guys want to be stakeholders, <laughs> you guys want to be stakeholders in the streams, please support the stream, guys. Support the stream. I'll put a link here. And also, wear your mask. And before you support the stream, before you touch your thing, your, uh, not your thing, before you touch your, uh, your thing, the keyboard, <laughs> before you touch your keyboard, wash those hands. Right, spray that keyboard down. Spray some Lysol on it. Spray some Lysol on your face mask and then put it on. It's going to keep you safe. It'll keep you safe. Get a few extra flu vaccines this week. You have to stay safe. All right. 23, 253 Monty says his gym closed again. That sucks. Dangerfield, what's up? Aaron Burroughs, what's happening? We have the remnants. What are you doing? How you doing? It says in the UK and Europe, we are already most of, of the way to this plan. Yeah, it's madness. I mean, they, they want $16 a gallon gasoline. They want to starve the third world, destroy the poor, and control human breeding. And they write about it openly. DB says they close gyms down but keep liquor stores open. Exactly. Those are essential. You can't go to the gym, but you can go to a crowded Walmart. You don't have to wear pants, but if you wear... You don't have to wear pants in Walmart, but you better wear a damn mask in Walmart, to tell you. It's sickening. Hey, next stream, we should do, we should do more fun. We'll do more fun stuff. We'll watch some funny vegan videos next stream. We'll have to watch some, some funny vegan videos next stream. But, I mean, it's just... Ah, ah. It should, they keep pushing harder and harder. And the acceleration that's happening in 2020 is it's kind of unprecedented. Now, we haven't seen 
anything like this. Right? You've got the royal family, you've got Prince Charles calling for a Marshall Plan style mobilization of the whole world. Where's that article? Here you go. We need a new Marshall Plan to tackle the environment. Prince of Wales. HRH. Oh, that's it. Wait, HRH. That's His Royal Highness, Royal Highness. Yes, His Royal Highness. Look at this disgusting. This guy was such, was such buddies with Jimmy Savile. HRH Prince of Wales shared six levers of a martial style, a martial like, sorry, a martial like plan to tackle climate change and save the environment. They want a global war on climate change. A global war. It's the new world war. This is World War Three. This is a world war. This is a global coup. And we are all the enemies. These people want to ban livestock. They want to destroy the family. They want to destroy the transmission of knowledge through the generations and bring in the most dehumanizing, parasitic system that you could imagine. You think the Soviet Union was bad? If you allow this to happen, if we allow this to happen, we allow these people to do what they're saying they want to do, it will, this will make World War I this will make World War II, this will make the Bolshevik Revolution look like kiddie pool shit. That's going to look like some, some shallow end waiting. This will make the Bolshevik Revolution, the Holodomor, this will dwarf it. We're looking at a global Holodomor. With these people banning livestock, they just killed 17 million mink. It was in Denmark. They said, oh, your meek's got the virus. We got to call him. And then afterwards, they're like, oh, yeah, it's not a big deal anymore. No, it's all good. Like, it's not dangerous. What? All right. Anyways. You guys want to keep going? It's been like this been a good 30 like 30 minutes since you guys want to keep going <laughs> i think we should wrap it up i think we should wrap it up if you guys keep you guys keep sending this the stream labs we'll keep going though but i'm getting a little tired it's almost it's three minutes till 10 three minutes till 10 here and i should probably get some sleep but man these people are freaking insane we need a marshall plan to tackle the environment This is not a war against pollution. This is not a war against climate change. This is a war against the human population. This is a war against you, your family, me and my family, against every culture. All these indigenous cultures, all these indigenous groups, all of them. They, 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 they say they want diversity and they're destroying all these cultures. They want a physical diversity in a global McMonoculture. In a global McMonoculture. 
that seeks to turn us into subservient automatons who have everything they do tracked and traced, including your internal biology, your internal state, and your brainwaves. They tell you, you will own nothing. They tell you, you will own nothing. And you will be happy. These people are freaking insane. So anyways, I want to thank the guys, uh, you guys who do support the stream here. We've got a bunch of people in the chat. And some of those people in the chat keep these streams going by supporting, by actually supporting. If you guys want these streams, we need your support. We appreciate it. There's no such thing as a non-essential person. You're not non-essential. None of you are not essential. We're made in the image and likeness of God. And these people want to wipe the planet of the image and likeness of God. It's the most demonic drive. They want to get rid of human beings. They want to get rid of Christianity. They want to get rid of the family. They want you to believe that you were made in the image and likeness of pond scum. That evolved into a monkey. And that you're God. They want to dethrone God and put themselves on the throne of God. All right, so we are going to wrap this one up. I want to thank everybody who does support. The best way to support is via the Streamlabs. Another way to support and to get our support as well is become a member. We do weekly coaching calls in there. I haven't even talked about diet on this channel in a few weeks now. But if you want help dialing in your diet and your lifestyle, you can become a member of PrimalEdgeHealth.com. We're going to do the next coaching call we already did one this week. We'll do another coaching call next week. We do weekly coaching calls in there. Of course, if you want private coaching, hit me up for private coaching as well. But a much more affordable way to do it is becoming a member. So I want to thank everybody who supports the stream, who supports the work we do here. All right, get out there and make real relationships in your communities. Build real communities. Build real communities. Real relationships with your friends and family, with your neighbors. Know your neighbors. And stop acquiescing to this nonsense. Stop buying into this bullshit. Stop letting these people terrorize you. We have to stop letting them terrorize us. And we got to wake people up around us. We have to get people. People have to become aware of this. All right? So don't go shoving things down your friends and family throat. But people have to understand, this is very important. If we don't stop this, very soon there will be nothing else to fight for. All right, so we got to stop this. Don't close your businesses. Hug your family. Don't let your children be dehumanized in the schools. All right, get out there. Get out there in the real world. Build real communities, real relationships. Get real with yourself and repent. Get out there and live your life, guys. We'll see you next time. I might do a stream tomorrow. Uh, or Monday. I haven't decided yet. Thank you guys for supporting. It's not too late to support via the Streamlabs. If you enjoy the stream, please support the stream. We get very little audience support, but we do get some support from some core audience members, and I appreciate that. And I'm out of here, guys. Peace, bigots. Thank you.
There aren't many faces people are excited to see first thing in the morning before they've even had their coffee. But the McDonald's drive through workers who take your order on the way to work have almost all of those faces. Because nothing brings more joy in the morning than a 99 cents any size iced coffee. Pair it with a glazed pull apart donut for a truly great morning. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Only available until 11 a.m. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.